Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another NFL Live from the Nose Bleeds. You know, this streak of just perfect beer cracks, it almost has me terrified that this, like, I'm not going to get one. But you know I'm going to get one. You know this. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm going to get all the stuff out of the way or whatever because I'm going to say that and then we're getting right fucking into it. So um, you guys already know Um, if you didn't, remember, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything going to be in the bio and description below. New September playlist is going to be available on the link tree, available on Apple Music and Spotify probably by the Friday. Yes. Saving a little bit for Certified Lover Boy. You already know Cer- Certified Lover Boy dropping this weekend by the time of y'all hearing this. Certified Lover Mook stream all over your head tops on Twitch this Friday. Be tuned in. Also, if you don't know, um, the day this is coming out or whatever, we're not going to be on Twitch or whatever. We are supporting our brothers. And also, shit, I'm a person of color. Fuck. We ain't fucking with these hate rays and all that bullshit. Fuck out of here. Um, yeah, wrestling coming on Friday. Y'all already know the deal. And go back and check out the episode we dropped on Monday. Me and my myself and the homie Johnny Utah going through music we've been rocking with lately. Mans came with a lot of alternative music or whatever that I probably never would have heard in my life. And, you know, we went back and forth between that and a lot of R&B and hip-hop. But y'all know the vibrations, man. But y'all come here for football. <sighs> On one end, live from the Queen City. As he's going to watch my Panthers maybe not give me a heart attack. Coming up too soon. And the same vibrations for Saquon's knee. Jack, what's goody? What's up, man? Uh, yeah, precious Quan. Precious Panthers. Um, new team. Let's go. I love it, man. I love it, you know. You can go ahead and get you some season tickets, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I'm here for it. And on the other end. That's why I said we getting right into the shit. This is how we doing. I had to get all the stuff out of the way because we jumping right into news or whatever. His team, it's a quarterback battle. You don't know if it's going to be a former Super Bowl MVP, a former Alabama quarterback, or a former quarterback of East Carolina University. Hunter D. Marquetta, what's goody? For me, the bigger storyline is that the Eagles cut Travis Fulgham and kept J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, but it's okay. I'm not... (laughs) J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Strikes again. I fucking um, hate that man. Which one? I fucking hate that. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Oh. Worse than than Jalen Rager? (laughs) DK. Are you aware of that? Yeah. Oh, God. Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside over D.K. That That's a fucking tragedy, bro. What about Rager? That's why I said J- Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ridiculous. We only so, know that because of your pain, buddy. Yeah, that's that's fair. It could be worse. Could be a Jets fan. Could be a Texans fan. It could be catching the ball from Minshew. Did you hear 
what the Texans are willing to do to hold on to Deshaun Watson? No. They're willing to keep him on the 53-man roster and list him as inactive for the entire year. Damn. That's some petty-ass bullshit. But why? I mean, because do I need to say king. it again? Some people yeah, just want to watch the world burn? Because the young king was in charge of his future. And no, they don't like that. That's the gayest shit. Deadass. <laughs> So um, uh, are you are you you just you don't want to discuss it, or do you want to go ahead and get into your new backup or starter? Which which one is it? I I don't want to discuss it, just to be quite honest. <laughs> um, Jack, is that is that is that like you is that you tagging Jack in like a match? Like what's happening? He he a bitch. That's all I got to say about it. I mean, if he never would have left here, would you have the same animosity? I mean. I, you know, I'm always I'm always one with karma doesn't exist, but maybe it does. Listen, <laughs> it's not the fact that he left here. It's the fact that he left here and pretended like we never existed. That That's where my issue is. He a bitch for it. That's all. You went to Washington State. Don't be talking about your crazy times in Washington State. Come on now. Wazoo, man. Do they claim him like that? Is he Clay Thompson? Washington I'm State's sure. basically China. I was going to say, I'm sure they do claim him. I mean, I don't know any mother alumni besides, <laughs> besides Clay Thompson. I'm like, uh, Washington State. Um, it's getting kind of tough, you know? Not really the Huskies. Um, Jack, do you got anything about the acquiring of one... Gardner Minshew, the second? I mean, I'm the one that probably should have known about Minshew back when he was at DCU, but did not. And uh, I, I I, liked him in Jacksonville. I ride with him. His stats are good. I, he, I don't think he'll actually start in Philly. Um, I'm not really sure why they traded for him, to be honest, unless they really don't feel that confident about Jalen. But if they don't, then I don't know what they're going to run on offense in general because I would think they would have to have something a little bit... Um, play call specific to how he's going to run the ball and everything. So uh, getting even weirder in Philly, I think. Minshew mania in Philly. Got that jockstrap energy in the locker room. Hold on. Let's don't know. That's not happening. (laughs) Jalen Hurts is going to be the quarterback because he's got to bring me pain. Hence his last name. There's, there is no Minshew mania. That's just, that's just all it is. He's going to bring me all Spain, but the S is silent. Okay, that's all it's going to be. Well, what if he grew the dreads back? I mean, he was pretty damn raw with the dreads. He was ridiculous with the dreads, but he also got nationally, national championship league benched with the dreads. Was that the same year or was that the next year? No, that was the same year. Damn. Yeah, I think it was the same. Damn, that's why he cut him off. Big yikes. I don't know. I just I, I saw this and I was like, I mean, you know how I saw this or whatever. In the other group chat we're in, somebody just came and started to destroy your life. And you were ready. You were anticipating it. Say what? I said, it's a conspiracy. Y'all hate me. That's just all it is. How's it us? Y'all propagated that. (laughs) I don't know how, but y'all did it. Is Is Howie Roseman in the group chat? I mean, that'd be pretty cool. That man fucking sees everything, apparently. 
except for the non-existent. He even he even sees the talent in J.J. Arcega Whiteside. So he sees everything apparently. That's some next level shit right there. <laughs> That's a hoop. Hey. I mean, what what college did J.J. Arcega Whiteside from? I need to know. He went to Stanford. Who? He went to Stanford, and trust me, I only know because I had to look up this man's highlights after we drafted him. Mm. That was literally, that was literally like going to YouTube and typing in WNBA best dunks of all time, and and watching that. That's how long the highlight reel was. It was that quick, bro. Eleven seconds. You saw Lisa Leslie like two times. <laughs> she was over half the video. <laughs> I would have much rather the Eagles drafted Brittany Griner at wide receiver than fucking J.J. Arcega Whiteside. Hey, she gets busy. I know she can catch a cheesesteak. Girl's got height. Yeah. Bro, easy. Redstone target. Need to go dodgeball style with, you know, if you could dodge a wrench, dodge a ball or whatever, just start throwing cheesesteaks at him. You know, like, catch these shit. Bro, she just has no mobility. She literally moves like a newborn deer. <laughs> All right, um... <laughs> Other news that happened or whatever before we um get on to what this episode is that you guys clicked on, so y'all already know. But um, before we get there, um, Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins out for the fucking year, man. This sucks. You know, and once they leave that 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 despicable college, you know, I can I ain't got nothing bad to say about them after that. Well, him, and, first him, and, him and Travis Etienne going to be thumb wrestling on the couch all year. <laughs> they about to get busy in Madden, right? Bro, JK going to be like, damn, Saquon said he's going to be here by week three. Where he at? I don't want that. Uh, Dobbins is getting real hyped to be a real strong player this season, so I hate it for him. Um, don't really know how that's going to play into... I mean, like the Ravens have lots of running backs including the quarterback. But, I mean, I don't really... I, I, I just hate it for him. I, I, I don't want to see anyone get out for the season during preseason, especially getting Carl the field like that. But um, I don't want Jack to think that his little bout of shade went unnoticed. That was fire. He's <laughs> <sighs> like that, you know? I just hate it because, I mean... I think I had the Ravens pretty decent in that division. And I don't think losing Dobbins is going to take them out of it this per se, but um, yeah, it affects, no, absolutely not. Yeah, it it affects their depth of their skill positions, which is tough considering the already injuries of wide receiver and the not so much depth they have there. So, I mean, like, not so early yet? Dobbins, Dobbins wasn't, you know, Boston Scott or anything, but. <laughs> Oh, too much Philly right now, man. He he won't know Boston Scott. You got to say it with the accent. Boston Scott. Let me... That just sounded racist. I, I mean, well, assholes. That's the right energy, then. Yeah. But no, hate it for them. Really do. Um, unlike Jack, I didn't see the... Hit him getting carted off. That that sucks. Yeah, I I think he like made it to the sideline, but then he got carted off the field. Um, not ideal. Um, prayers are for him. Hopefully he'll be back next season. Everything will be good. But um, 
yeah. Tough for the Ravens. Um, they'll be all right without him. Not better by any means, but um, they they're they're better when they have one of those big bruising running backs, which they still have Gus the bus, but I just don't think it's gonna be the same for them. Oh, that was gonna be the last thing I said. Um, oh yeah, uh, final news story, whatever just happened today or whatever. Former NFL MVP, former quarterback of myself who has also caused me great pain, you know, Keto, as you mentioned, um, officially released from the New England Patriots. I mean, hey, he could be a backup in um, Baltimore. I think he fits the scheme. To be perfectly honest. (laughs) I I mean, is is it too late to be on hard knocks? Have they already stopped filming, Jack? I'm weak. That I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, yeah, I mean, preseason's technically over, but they might get one more episode out, but not with Cam, probably. I yeah. don't know. I, I mean, like, I, I've seen... I, I watched some news that I'm not really proud of watching today just because that news came out, but um, there's, like, multiple ways you can take the story of Cam getting released from the Patriots. Either you can take it from the more practical side of things where man gets out on COVID protocol and missing the... I don't know, the meat of the quarterback battle going into their um, training camp practices versus the Giants before that preseason game and Mac Jones taking over. You can look at it from, you know, the trust there, the fact his actual playing ability, whether or not they believe in him and the type of offense they want to run u- utilizing him. And then you could also look at it from the standpoint of if they did decide they wanted to go with Mac going forwards, um, maybe they had a conversation with Cam and, released him to his benefit not from like a real pay scale standpoint or anything but just to give him the opportunity to find a place where he could be a useful backup which honestly a team like the ravens would make the most sense um considering their quarterback situation but, and the kind but, of offense they want to run right but here's the thing like you also got to look at <clears throat> I'll, I'll i'll say this um in the coming days there's going to be certain views about uh, how, uh, why, what motivated this, or you know, what have you? Personally, I think Mac Jones has done enough this preseason to show that he fits in the kind of scheme that Bill Belichick wants better. Um, Bill Belichick isn't a mobile quarterback kind of guy. He tried to play Cam like that as much as he wanted to. Last year, it didn't work out when he was in too much. Um, that being said, I still think Cam Newton's a starting caliber quarterback. Uh, it, it It's just kind of up to him. Because at this point, I still think he's at that point in his career where if he wants to play backup, then then, then he'll do that. But if he wants to be a starter, he can do that as well. So if, 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 he, if he does agree to be a backup, then I do see him going to Dallas. Um, I see him going to Baltimore. Uh, maybe Washington even, um, if he wants to be a starter, I 110% see this man going to Houston, like wholeheartedly. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. People, with, as soon as I hear like, oh, yeah, going to Houston or whatever, I mean, is that the is that the 90s version of when they told Brett Favre, hey, we're going to send you to Green Bay? Bro, deadass. <laughs> we all know that classic story. <laughs> like, that is that is the... The Houston Texans 
are the NFL version of the Washington Wizards, but to point guards. I thought you were going to say the Sacramento Kings. I mean, you know, we have a a, a plethora of teams or whatever. I'm like, hey, you want me to know you don't exist? Go to Washington, go to Sacramento, go to Orlando. Has hope. So who? I said Sacramento at least has hope. I mean, Orlando has hope to a degree with Jalen Suggs. I mean, everything else is just weird because all they have is point guards and uh, power forwards. I mean, I think at the end of the day, that that last narrative makes the most sense. I think the Patriots organization has a lot of respect for Cam coming in the way he did last season and in a weird year trying to carry the load for a franchise that was going through a big transition. So give him the opportunity to make that decision for himself for what he wants going forwards. I don't really know um, talent-wise for him right now what he has going for him as a starter or backup, but at least he has the um, authority onto himself to make that decision for himself and uh, figure right. out a team that he could he feels like he fits the most at this point in his career. So um, class, yeah, I'm, uh, like it sounds like a shitty move by the Patriots, but it's, it seems like at the end of the day it might be a, more of a classy narrative. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and say he did a great job because he, he didn't, but he knows he didn't. After the gospel workout videos, I was disappointed. <sighs> you know, we got to speak about that again. But, but, um, I think. I think he had the one monsoon game or whatever when they beat the Ravens this last year. Yeah. And, on Sunday night. And I, think, I think he did the job. I think he did the job that the Patriots needed him to do. He agreed. He did it it to the best of his abilities. And in the end, it just didn't work out, but you know, it just, it is what it is. And on top of that, I don't think that's the offense they want to run, which I think you're right about. I don't think it's so much Belichick. I think it's more McDaniels, but Mac Jones fits that narrative a lot better. And them keeping Hoyer as their backup fits that narrative as well. So I think they foresaw this. I mean, they re-signed Cam. So, I mean, like I said, it just it it is what it is. Um, I I hate it for him, but I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and, and cap and say that he's not a starting caliber quarterback because I, I 100% think he is, and I think I I mentioned the Texans, but I also think um, a a lot of the people that I know that are still involved in there has heard buzz between him in Denver and him in Washington. I still think going back to the buzz from last season too, like him in Pittsburgh after Ben goes makes a lot yep. of sense. But I, who knows what they're doing with the quarterback situation? Because I would have encouraged him to get out of town more recently. So who knows? Yeah, like four years ago. <laughs> You're not lying, actually. But yeah, I guess we'll see where you know Mans is gonna go. Whatever. I just loved when hey, it who, happened. Everybody hit my so, phone, and I was like, so, um. So don't bite your tongue, favorite. We love you. Yeah, I, I, I was just, I was just trying to figure out why people was hitting my phone up, like, and I'm like, hey, you know, we got divorced a while back, right? Like, we ended on decent terms, okay? Like, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't think about them every day anymore, you know? Like, hey, just let me live, it, let know, him live, all that. You, you know, you, you're dropping him in your thoughts, and he's just not jumping on that ball, you know? I mean, it just is what it is. <clears throat> 
You knew that's cute. That's that's cute. Oh no, that that I, I I did, but I knew that that was coming. And to reply back, that's cute. But I mean, I just couldn't text back or whatever. I didn't know what the hell he was saying. <laughs> oh. That font's gotta go. <laughs> it's gotta fucking go. Shout out my homie Amari tweeted that today. She was like, I like him and all, but that text be getting on my damn nerve. <laughs> <laughs> and if y'all know Amari, that made it three times funnier. <laughs> that that man that man talks like how I imagine we would text ET talking. Like dead ass. Every time I read his post, I read it in ET's voice. Oh, oh, please. Oh, all right. Um, the moment, guys, that um, you know, y'all clicked on this episode, listen to man. Um, we usually do this like right before the Super Bowl, actually, but you know, we're doing a little preseason version of it this year, you know, so we can go back and laugh about how wrong we were. And usually towards the end of the season, whenever it's one of you guys' favorite episodes. So, but that's that's yeah, when we're we going like with the most, you know, more joking or whatever. This one we kind of got like a couple little jokes up in here or whatever, but uh, you know, kind of just really saying what we're gonna okay. do, or whatever. Preseason awards. No, what you say? I said we also got to do midseason check-ins too. Yeah. Why don't you forget? I'm definitely gonna forget. Dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> let's start off with um. Let's let's start off with the kids, man. Offensive rookie of the year. Who wants to go first? Or am I coming in spicy? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Hit us. Hit us. Hit us with the spice. Hit us with the curry. Now, me and Jack were talking a little bit, um, you know, uh, post pod, you know, as people like to say, whatever, or pre pod, excuse me, pre pod. And we did not go over anybody's picks or, you know, either each other's picks because, you know, like, hey, we got to say that for the people. But he said, yo, I'm just looking through my shit, and the more and more and more I look at it, I want to change it. And I was like, don't do it, because I was thinking the same damn thing. <laughs> so, fuck it. So, I feel like there was a pick where I was like, it should be this obvious, but I also feel like the collection around him is kind of meh compared to the guy I'm about to name. And I don't think it's necessarily going to be that this guy I'm naming is more talented than the other one, but I feel like the team he's around is going to be the case where he can get to this award that being said my offensive rookie of the year is one mac jones for the new england patriots you heard it yeah i mean after today's narrative that became a much more prevalent option um the big thing with the rookie quarterbacks is like are they going to get enough playing time in order to do it and mac has just solidified that role for himself i think it's a Smart pick. It's definitely a potential, but it revolves around if the Patriots organization is moving their offensive scheme back around what they were doing, kind of more 2009 oriented. Is that going to work for them and uh, for this quarterback? So it's going to be interesting going forward with that. I just thought about it. Like, I mean, I know everyone likes him right now, and he's been doing pretty good in the preseason. It is preseason. I'm not going to be that like, oh, God, you saw the preseason, right? But, like, he's the starter now. It's it's solidified. And we see what he does with talent around him. And, I mean, he doesn't have, like, the Alabama talent, but he's got two, like, you know, protection blankets and whatever in tight ends or whatever he got you now. So, hey, offensive player of James White still exists. They're, they still, they got Damian Harris. They got that. Who's that rookie for the Patriots? Has done so well in the preseason. They they got a lot of running backs there. 
Yeah. There, there, there's help for Mac for sure. A lot of dump passes, a lot of tight ends right there. You know, maybe Nikhil Harry won't like learn how to catch a football. Who knows? <sighs> What's next? Um, I'll take it. I but think for there, yeah. offensive rookie of the year, um, my pick for that is going to be Najee Harris. Um, I think I like it. The Steelers running back rookie out of Alabama is the prototypical Steelers running back and everything going well for him going to the season. He looked decent in the preseason, though not a ton of reps for him. Um, he has the athletic ability and I think will get the um, buy-in for the coaching staff to be the prototypical three-down bell cow running back for the Steelers. And if he's able to capitalize on that opportunity, I think he's going to put up pretty massive stats. I mean, he could potentially end up getting like 300 plus carries on the season. And if he does, he might be able to put up the stat line to get that kind of nod from whoever the hell votes on this stuff. But I don't know. I, I could definitely see Najee going over a thousand yards in this rookie season. And I could see him definitely catching balls on the backfield too. Um, Probably the closest thing the Steelers have had to Lev Bell since Lev Bell went crazy. So, um, Najee Harris, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it'll be dependent on the new offensive coordinator for the Steelers and their plan going forward, but I think he's a big part of it. Uh, TBT with Le'Veon Bell. Holy shit, where is he at? Is he still on the Chiefs? Yes, Damn, I forgot <laughs> Oh, man. Keto, who you got, man? So I'm going to start with a dishonorable mention for this award. <laughs> I feel like I know what it's going to be. For my dishonorable mention, I have top five NFL draft pick, Jamar Chase. Um, <laughs> I know me and Jack had that little... In internal external beef regarding the pick for Jamar Chase. Um, I'll just say real quick, he's had a bad preseason. I I, I can see this. Like to the point where there is an ESPN written by CBS Sports that says maybe, just maybe, Jamar Chase isn't an NFL wide receiver. I was like, oh my God. Um, And that would be in classic Bengals fashion. I mean, they should have listened to me in the first place. Now, when it comes to this pick, um, I had this actually written down yesterday. Um, of course, you know, you, and I'm sure Jack will agree, you got us thinking with, you know, what, what we were going to do, what we were going to go over. Um, yeah. You definitely had us thinking with it. Uh, I definitely had to ponder it a little bit, but, um. You know, the, the the more I thought about it, I I, I had I, I had to kind of shy away from it, um, and come back to it, revisit it a couple times. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think the best offensive rookie will be Travis. At the, no, um, I actually have. That's me. That was real me. I had I actually had as of about one o'clock yesterday, Mac Jones written as my rookie of the year. Is this a troll? No, I'm dead ass. 
After you gave me hell, or were you just mad because I also like I also had it? I was shocked that you had it. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was about to pick Jalen Waddle. <laughs> I just see like I don't know. I I, I kind of just see it from him. I don't know. I mean, if it's if it's not Mac Jones, this is gonna hurt to say. If it's not Mac Jones, um, I've got Justin Fields. See, I wanted, I ain't gonna say I even wanted to do that or whatever. He's definitely gonna be starting. And I feel like the only reason neither of us said Lawrence is because the talent around him. No, is that, is that fair for everyone? That was, that was the number one thing. Um, because it, it's not like the Patriots even had a bad team last year. They just, they, they needed, they needed a field general. And Cam's but, never been that. Someone that can get the ball up 10 yards. Yeah, essentially. I mean, we um, talked about it for how many weeks in a row? He was like, you know, he can run his ass off. It's just the passing numbers are atrocious. Like, he got mad at Kayvon Wallace, the safety for the Eagles, because Kayvon called him the checkdown king. I'm like, is he wrong? <laughs> you ain't got to do all that, though. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Back to Mac. Back, back to the Patriots, your take or whatever. But, no. Uh, and, of course, like, like this, this, this is different because – Unlike picking MVP or Offensive Player of the Year, Offensive and Defensive Rookies of the Year, we don't have anything to go off of but preseason and their college careers. So, um, I, I, I don't know. I just I, I feel like with what I've seen in college, and and anyone who's a longtime listener will will know my motto: If you played quarterback at Ohio State or Alabama, you will not survive in this league. And he may not survive in this league. At at one point, people considered A.J. McCarron for Rookie of the Year. But I think that – I think Mac Jones has enough around him. And there was a lot of people that said he didn't have the uh, intangibles for the NFL. Um, one of the things that, that really kind of really drove it home for me was – reading his official NFL scouting report and reading Brady's official NFL scouting report. And it was absolutely asinine how similar it was. <laughs> um, so I just, uh, I don't know. I, I've, I've got Mac, man. He's, uh, he's just, he's, he's looked by far. I mean, that's not even close. The best rookie in preseason, hands down. Before we get on to this next one, oh, go ahead, Jack. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just say, when it comes to the rookie quarterbacks, I think one of the biggest narratives to consider is the amount of playing time that are going to have to acquire in order to win this award. And until today, I wasn't really sure if Mac would get there. Trevor was the only one I think we were all pretty sure is going to start the entire season. But like yeah. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson will probably get the playing time as well. But I don't. I think he's in the same camp as uh, Lawrence there in terms of talent around him and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean they have to start. I mean, look at Justin Herbert last year. Well, and he started for a situation that no one really could have predicted, which I think yeah, plays exactly. into that a little bit. But I, what I'm saying is, like, you know, you've got you've got someone like Justin Herbert starting at a um, – you got Justin Herbert starting, what, like four games in, you know? So yeah. it, it, it's not necessarily it, – it's not that we're saying, you know, well – teams have to start or rookie quarterbacks have to start to get it. But Jack's right. Like you have to consider exactly how much they're going to be playing because that's kind of crucial. 
that's why I think takes Justin Fields out of this conversation, the biggest one. Like he's probably with the best out of them in the preseason, but the Bears probably won't give him a chance for the longest is what it I'll seems like say, right now. Um, do I think he's going to be starting by the end of the year? Yes. Do I think he's going to be starting by week 10? No. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get the reps to get this kind of qualification for the award. Yeah. No, absolutely not. <clears throat> I was going to say, last thing about Mac, um, to, for everyone at home listening, um, Google Mac Jones' actual name. Thank me later. All right. Um, <laughs> Macaroni Jones. I, I, I heard it once or whatever, and I was like, wait, what? And I, But I forgot it. So, I mean, you could look it up, but just, yeah. Oh, Defensive wow. rookie of the year. <laughs> you weren't ready for that one, was you? You want to go ahead and say no jacking the people? <laughs> Michael McCorkle Jones. Oh, I've heard that. McCorkle. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was thinking Malcolm, like, you know, like our fave. And I'm like, oh, why did I think? And, and it's funny because in the midst of all this, you know who was punching air just over and over again? <laughs> Jared oh, Stidham. All right. Um, Defensive rookie of the year. Uh, <laughs> Who wants to go ahead and tackle this one first, man? So with a lot of these, um, this I think one was my this. Yeah, it, it's a more difficult one. I think with a lot of these, a lot of things are. I'm gonna going tell through. y'all straight up. Mine's a fucking guess or whatever. I mean, I, I pick. I could have picked one or two dudes simply, uh, three dudes simply off of like the teams they're around. But yeah, go ahead, Jack. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I think there is a relatively obvious choice to this, but I think a lot of my kind of narrative around this, I want to stay away from some of the more obvious choices. Um, But from what I've seen from him, which isn't a ton so far in the preseason, and I don't think there's a ton to go off of from his college years either, um, just because he wasn't getting thrown to at all, which I think speaks to his talent. I I'm going to, I'm going to roll with JC Horn for the Panthers. I, I think he has a legitimate chance to pull this away. Um, just in like, in terms of his route guarding ability, he has seemed on point so far in the preseason. And if he's able to, uh, I don't really know what kind of stats you would need as a corner to pull this award and outside of interceptions, which is kind of a fickle stat to begin right. with, I would say, but yeah, you know, I mean, tackles, passes defended, um, interceptions, and then even probably just your percentage to thrown to by like, I don't know, like midway through the year or something like that might kind of lock that down for him. I think he's a phenomenal talent. Um, and I think the Panthers will have a good corner in him. Um, that it's such a tough pick though, too, because like anytime you pick a rookie corner, they could get picked on all fucking year or two and just get yeah. absolutely decimated. So I, I like the hype around him. Um, I like him as a player and we'll see how it plays out. But I, I just want to get a little bit off the, potential beat path there especially too. with uh jeremy chin on the other side uh he's he's right. definitely going to be picked on at first uh is it my go i was gonna say Keto, i want you to say your thoughts on jc but if you want to go next you can go ahead because i will go ahead and say a spoiler i didn't pick him because i was like i'm not trying to come in here and get hit with the homer card as the homer yeah I did not uh, want to do it, but I was like, I fucking wanted to be this defensive player of the year along with Chin. I mean, I'd fucking be ecstatic. But you can go ahead, Kato. No. I'll I, go last. JC's a good pick. Uh, a good pick. Um, I almost said a good pitcher. Jesus. 
no, he's a showdown. He's he's a good pick. Um, as a matter of fact, I had him getting drafted anywhere from sixth to thirteenth. Um, and and Mook can attest to this. I've I actually had this man. Um, I, I I said that J C Horn can actually end up being the best player to come out of this draft. Yeah, you hit me right um, in and whatever. It was like you guys got a steal, and I was like, I'm fucking here for it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so for me, it came down to three three guys, and I'll kind of. I'll, I'll kind of go into it. Um, the first guy was actually Patrick Sertan. Um, I think, too. I think, I think, it. think he's a great corner. Uh, if there's one thing that Alabama does well um, when it comes to production, it's corners. Um, they, they, they know exactly how to, how to get that done. And I think they've, they've done that really successfully and really well for a while. Um, my, only reservation was the fact that he plays for the Broncos, and that's no shade. But, you know, you're playing Derek Carr, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert twice a year. Yeah. Could um, be tough for sure. Yeah. So I, I was like, he, he can still have a great year. I don't think he's going to have that good a year, you know. The numbers to back it up, yeah. Yeah. My next pick was Quitty Pie. Um. He's in the Colts, right? Yeah. Uh, I I think that he might come out. Him or Jalen Phillips are, are going to come out to be the, the best edge rushers, I think, in this game. Um, or in this draft, rather. Uh, he's His intangibles are really good, especially just to watch. Um, he has an awesome story. I mean, obviously, it doesn't, it doesn't play any any role in this decision, but... Um, he's he's got a great story, uh, and 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 I think him being able to be on a line as good as the Colts and having to play a team with an offensive line as bad as the Texans and the Jags twice a year, um, that's going to be kind of a recipe for disaster um, for other teams. And I think if if my pick doesn't win it, Quiddy Pie is going to be the pick that does end up winning. Um, like I said, he's just a solid dude. He's even had had a solid preseason. Um, my pick ultimately uh, for defensive rookie of the year is going to be pick number eight, J.C. Horn. Um, and, I and, am tight. And 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 it's 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 like I said, this he has absolutely everything he needs to be the best player to come out of this draft, hands down, both offensive and defensive. Um, his intangibles are ridiculous, but on top of that, it's not like he's just some guy who came in to play football and finally has achieved his goal. Like his, his football, his football IQ is fucking ridiculous. Um, I don't know. I uh, like I said, I I feel like Matt Rule is is building the defense of the future, and um, there's there's not a doubt in my mind that that he's he's had the the two first. He's had the two correct first steps that he he could have gotten um, with 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 both Jeremy Chin and J.C. Horn, and I think having them both um, in your defensive backfield um, is is completely instrumental. So I'm I'm super excited because you know like yeah I'll, I'll I'll fuck with you a lot, but you know I also grew up in Carolina, so I got to give love to Pan I got to give love to the Panthers, you know. Um, like I said, I just. Uh, I think I think he's got it, man. I I, I 110% believe, I, in my opinion, he was the 
pre-preseason favorite after preseason, he's still my favorite. And Mook, we're just two guys. We don't want you to blow your head up too much either. So this could be totally wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I was, I'm, I'm feeling this. I love this. I'm upset. You know, we talked about JC when we did our draft episode. Go check the archives, guys. Like I said, you know, football's in his blood. I loved his daddy, even though he played on the Saints, you know? Yeah. That being said, though, I guess I'm going corner as well, but not that, not my team. He's on a different team. That would be the Browns. My pick is Greg Newsom. Okay. I like that simply off the fact of the Browns are going to be crazy on both sides of the ball. We talked about that bad man, Miles Garrett. On my five-man short list. I like it simply like everything that Jack was saying as far as like, you know, maybe interceptions or whatever, but that's kind of whatever. But like if your quarterback's getting chased for his life and he kind of throws it up or whatever, who says Newsom can't go get these balls? That's pretty much kind of like pretty much what I picked him off of. And I was like, uh, like what we were all saying, I don't really want to pick the guy where it's just out there. I clearly love you guys pick. I want that to happen. I need it to happen. Well, but, I just want to throw out their honorable mention then, Micah Parsons. I think he's probably one of the shoe-ins for it, too. Um, that guy. Up, he was up there on my list, too. I hope with be, my being that he fails. <laughs> I mean, me too, Keto, just for the division, but I don't see it happening. I think he's going to be a pretty legit I do. Linebacker. I think, me personally, I think the year that he took off last last year is is going to prove to be instrumental. Like completely. In terms of his ill but development. It, yeah, just just in terms of, I guess him just playing in general, but but him being able to catch up to the speed, him being able to 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 maintain his conditioning, maintain himself. Um. Yeah. No, I I I hope he completely fails. But when when it, when it comes to Newsom, Moot. Yeah. One thing that I adore about that pick is the fact that you've got a cornerback playing in the same division same conference as Ohio State, Michigan Michigan State Minnesota last year, they were fucking good um, and you still managed to get drafted first round based off of your performances in, in, that, in, in that conference like shout out him like I know he's 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 got to be fucking stoked about it. Um, but no, that's that's a good pick, Luke. I, I was I, I really I'm telling you, like I feel like we all I don't know. I, I hope I didn't stress you guys out. I was stressed out a little bit. I'm like, damn, this this sounds better or whatever. But like, ugh, I'm kind of looking through these. I want these to be you know kind of presentable. <sighs> all right, um, I'm gonna jump a little bit or whatever. No, fuck it. Let's go. Let's let's go ahead and get into this one, man. Offensive player of the year. Okay, I'm going to let you go first this time. Go ahead and give us your offensive player of the year. For offensive player of the year? Yeah. So this this one is is like This one's tough because with the way the MVP voting goes, um, like 
at this point, picking offensive player of the year is is picking the second best offensive player. <laughs> because pretty much, like, I mean, it's 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 just how it is. Um, for me, it was kind of deciding who I think is going to be. It was kind of like who I think is going to be the MVP versus who I think is going to be the offensive player of the year. Um, my offensive player of the year this year, I actually have down as Derrick Henry. Um, you you know I love that. Don't bite just my so, favorite. So a repeat. Yeah, like 100%. Um, yeah. I I'm never going to sit on that, too. I think he repeats this year, and I think the only reason he repeats is because of performances put forward by the MVP, who we're going to mention later. Um, right. Hint, it is not Nathan Peterman. But, um, no, I mean, it one, you're, you're super hard-pressed to find a running back that's going to win MVP anyways. Um, but, I mean, uh, I... I'm not going to explain it only because I really shouldn't have to. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Derrick Henry. Um, that's, that's, that's just who I got winning it, man. I mean, I, I don't really think there's, there's really any other pick. If you got to explain it, people just don't watch football. So, I mean, you know, no, I feel like every, anyone listening to this or whatever, it's like, yeah, you know, football enough or whatever. You understand that pick. If you listen to us, I mean, it was weeks where we just praised this man. Like, yo, he's a creative player. Like, come on. This man chucked Josh Norman like he was a, a Bratz doll. Like, yeah, all day. Now, like I said, a lot of these can be really wrong, but that is predictions, you know? A lot of people are afraid to do predictions because they don't want to be wrong. But, hey, you know, we rock over here. That being said, every list I was on was like, yo, this man's going to go incredible. He's going to go crazier than normal, man. It's going to be ridiculous this year. Just be on the lookout. And I said, fuck it. I'm going to throw a little curveball in here or whatever. My offensive player of the year. It's tight end, Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. We know what he does. We know who that, we know who's throwing him the ball. And we know the other dude that's on the team as well. But we know the security blanket, man. He's going to put up hella numbers like always. I mean, besides injuries, is the only thing that's going to stop him or, the, you know, if anyone else or whatever gets hurt. That's the only thing that's going to stop him or whatever. And like me and Kato joked about last year or whatever, and he got his girl back, man. You know what that does to you. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, offensive player of the year. <laughs> that's all I got. Go ahead, Jack. Both of the guys that you both put up for it were people that I were consider I was considering. Um Derrick Henry, he won it last year. Um two thousand yards is huge, obviously. Um and Travis Kelsey, if he is able to repeat the performance that he had from last year with any sort of improvement, it will be one of the most phenomenal seasons of a tight end um, ever. I I didn't get yeah. back in Tony Gonzalez's stats or anything. Go ahead. Yeah. And I and I do want to add to that. Of the 41 times Offensive Player of the Year has been awarded, how many times do you think it's been awarded to a tight end? Twice. Or never. 
The only one I could probably think of is potentially Kellen Winslow, the original. Never. Yeah, mm. probably not. Of of the forty one times, of the forty one times the award has been awarded, thirty nine has been to either a running back or a quarterback, or a quarterback, with the exceptions of wide receiver Jerry Rice and wide receiver wide receiver Michael Thomas. Wow. Or I'm sorry, wide receiver extension of Drew Brees' arm. <laughs> I'm about to say the person who's getting the ball thrown to him by your favorite quarterback of all time. Go ahead, Jack. And I die on that hill too. He is the best to ever do it. So I was trying to figure out something that would be a little bit different, but also still within the realm of possibility. And what if you was looking at was Derrick Henry? I was looking at his stats and I decided to look at another running back who um, his stats were adding up to the potential of beating, I wouldn't even say exceeding, but potentially meeting the trajectory that Derrick Henry's had over the past three seasons. Um, I do think, too, like the way the NFL is awarding this award now, like MVP is almost always a quarterback. It probably will be till the end of time just because it's the most important position. So I feel like this award is getting more pushed towards, you know, most valuable skill position player offensively. But um, my pick this year for offensive player of the year is Dalvin Cook. Hey! Over the past three seasons, um, Derrick Henry. If he can stay healthy, that's a good pick. I mean, that's one of the biggest issues for him, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, Over the past three seasons, Derrick Henry's yards per year, uh, 2018, 1,059, then 1,540, then 2,027. Um, Over the past three seasons for Dalvin Cook, um, 2018, he only played 11 games, 615, then 1,135, then 1,557 if he's able to stay healthy for the entire year. And I think kind of particularly for him too, after losing Kevin Stefanski as their offensive coordinator last year, him to put up an additional 400 yards on the season, rushing another three touchdowns, rushing one receiving. And he actually has the receiving ability that Derrick Henry does not typically exhibit. I'll put that generously for him. (laughs) Do I trust Kirk Cousins? No, but I don't have to. He's just to hand it off to Dalvin Cook. Um, if Dalvin Cook can get close to that 2,000-yard mark and going into a season where we're going to have an extra game as well, if he can stay healthy for the whole season, I think Dalvin has a real shot of it. Another don't-bite-your-tongue favorite. Yes, sir. Any final thoughts on that before we get on to the next one? Alrighty. Um Defensive Player of the Year. Um Defense was always the hardest one for me, man. I mean, I kinda got a pretty much of a, a cop out or whatever. I mean I'll explain why whenever it gets to me, or I can go first. What you guys want to do? Take it. All right. I mean, you know, we went through the West and I said I like this team. I think they're going to do pretty damn good. And with that being said, they literally have another creative player out there 
on the defense who people will say is one of the best best defensive players ever. So fuck it. My cop out defensive player of the year. Aaron Donald. Yeah. I don't have to explain why. Y'all know football. And I think this Rams team is going to be really good. And he's going to be like, I can win a fucking Super Bowl. Let me destroy everyone. <laughs> I think that's literally it. So it's right. my pick. What y'all guys got or think or whatever. Or want to go ahead. Do you know how many that would be for him? Is he already won two? Uh, he's won three. Jesus. So this would be his fourth. So they probably yeah. don't even want to give it to him again on some Jordan shit. But if he did. I mean, no shade to him. Obviously, he's probably deserving of it. I have one that's kind of in the same realm. Um, considering what they did for their defense in the offseason and actually putting someone opposite of him that could take some pressure off him, I think Defensive Player of the Year is going to be Miles Garrett. You know, I was literally about to write that one down, but then I didn't want to do like another Browns player because of my, you know, deep rookie. Yeah, no, but that's fair. Not mad but, at you for this pick, honestly, at all. I mean, he's clearly one of the most dominant players on the defensive line in the NFL. I think almost everyone is behind Aaron Donald in that regard, but he might actually be able to have the statistical background to back it up this year with if. Um, Jadavion Clowney can actually produce at a reasonable level behind him or opposite of him, uh, free him up to be the devastating force that he I mean, has always been, but uh, statistically he might be able to uh, bring it home this year, I think. I like it. Kato, what you got, man? Travis Etienne all day. You're just mean, man. Like, you're not allowed in Jacksonville anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to go in the first place. I was going to say, who wants to go to Jacksonville right now? <laughs> I mean, obviously the favorite would be, everyone say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, I think he gets dethroned this year. Um. I think half of it is, you know, they're going to pull some sup dog shit where, oh, they can't win it three times in a row. Um, <laughs> that was anger. I felt that one. Bro, I'm I'm spiteful over that bullshit. But um, believe it or not, my pick this year for defensive player of the year is going to be Miles Garrett. Oh, I had a feeling it would be on the same wavelength there. Yeah. Um. You know, every every year he just does nothing but continue to improve. Um, dude is actually fucking scary looking. Um, and, and you can definitely tell. You you know how I know he gets better and Ben Simmons doesn't? Production? I've never seen one Miles Garrett workout video. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> like in my, my life. I was going to send you some shit earlier where uh, I think it was Slam. It was like, what do you think about this guy? And it was a picture of Ben Simmons. And like the first couple people were like, holy, um, highly underrated, um, definitely overhated. I'm like, all right, Philadelphia. 
I thought well, you were going to say Miles he, Garrett. He came, out, he came out three hours ago saying he doesn't want to be on the Sixers next year. Oh, yeah. But anyway, back to important people. Um, no, I was going to say simply off your pick or whatever, too. Um, like, uh, it's, it's not like Ben can even like evade people anymore or whatever. So, I mean, that's like three sacks in itself, if not more. No, dead ass. Uh, <laughs> Legit. I mean, we all we all know the the kind of work that Miles Garrett has had to put in, especially with the the team that the Cleveland Browns were when he was drafted. Um, I don't know. I, I I see the Browns actually maybe making it to the divisional round this year. Um, and for that. I, I think Miles Garrett's probably going to be the most instrumental defensive player in the entire league. I feel that. Definitely not going to fight you about that pick or even the Browns making it that far. But if it's not him, it's going to be J.K. Dobbins. All right. Um, Next one we got an award that literally – had this podcast going insane a couple of winners ago. The Jameis 30 for 30 player of the year. Keto, we ended with you, man. Go ahead, kick us off here, bro. Now, this is for congratulating on the biggest failures, right? Um, The way I took it was like, I mean, it, you can take it as big, biggest failures. I took it as Quarterback, I can see him throwing just as many picks as touchdowns. But hey, either way, you right, want to take that's it, though. What I'm saying failing in the midst of success. Yes. So, with that being said, there's probably a lot of people we could um, we could we could probably put in this category. I gotta go with the Red Rifle himself, Mr. Andy Dalton. Congratulations. You are my preseason pick for the 2021 Jameis Winston 30 for 30 award. He's on Chicago, correct? Yep. The star. Mm. I'm going to go up next and everything, and I kind of like Keto's pick. Uh, because... Travis Anyways. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say you got to chill. <laughs> um, I, I kind of like Keto's pick simply off the fact of like, yeah, you know, hey, this guy might do this, but we're going to see. Uh, that being said, I I was like, do I want to pick Carr? But also, like, you know, we talked about last week, he has Waller. Samai, 30 for 30, player of the year, is going to go. <clears throat> Once again, I apologize. Love you, AJ. Jared Goff, man. I just, I, I, I just, I, I can see it. I can see him even throwing more picks and touchdowns. I've never really liked him. I just, I didn't get the hype. Me and Keto have like, you know, yelled about this for years now. Oh, but, but Mookie's team went to a Super Bowl. Okay. A lot of people have. I don't mean nothing. Jared Goff. It's Detroit. Love you, AJ. You too, Aaron. Healthy delivery later, man. Jack, where are you? 
for the 30-30 award, I did take it as that being the record. Um, Quarterback-wise and uh, touchdown the interception ratio. And um, there's really only one quarterback that I can see having success and also that level of travesty for their squad. And I'm giving it to your zone, Daniel Jones. You, you know, I was going to do it, but I was like, is he going to throw that many picks or is it just going to be turnovers altogether? Because my man averages how many fumbles a game? He averages a lot of turnovers per season. And um, here's the biggest reason why for me. I've talked about this on previous pod. The skill position players that the Giants have in general have a relative tendency towards being injury prone. So I feel like the skill position players for the Giants is going to be kind of a carousel throughout the entire season. No one getting quite on track with Daniel Jones as much as he needs them to be. Probably with the one exception of maybe Darius Slayton, which I'm not sure how much that helps the team overall throughout the season. But with those people coming in out of the lineup and with the pressure that's being put on Daniel Jones in general for this to be a season that he needs to succeed in, I think um, he'll be the one quarterback in the league that feels like the pressure's on him to make plays on a play-by-play basis and make the kind of risky decisions that put him up for not only a 30-touchdown season, but potentially as well as a 30-interception season. I think Daniel Jones is a candidate for that, and uh, it hurts my heart to say it. Mook, I love you, I, and I respect Mook, the honesty. Mook, I did also like how you mentioned uh, how they talk about Jared Goff. Oh, he's seen for two Super Bowl. Yeah, but they used Aaron Donald in the promos. So. <laughs> they really did. <laughs> Like dead ad, because they're like, uh, oh yeah, they never, like, they oh, never other once team. said they they never they never once said Jared Goff in the Los Angeles Rams. Like not once, not a single promo did it have that. That is McVay big. McVay wouldn't allow it. McVay was over in the corner, like just the Shit, the, the they face. They said McVay in the Los Angeles Rams before they said Jared Goff. They really did. Mm. Mm. Um, I want to go next on this this next one we got. <sighs> next award is comeback player of the year. So with this one, I was really torn between I ain't gonna say two, maybe like three. I don't even you know I ain't gonna name the third dude because he's coming up a little bit later for me at least. But um, I was really torn between this guy and my pick. And I ended up going with one, Dakota Prescott of the Dallas. How about them Cowboys? And I picked him over Saquon simply off the fact of it's a quarterback. And it's hard knocks. And, I mean, I haven't been watching. I don't know. I got a little bit of, uh, I got some time maybe this weekend. We'll see. Maybe I'll catch up. I doubt it, though. But I could just smell the narrative and i know y'all can too being in that division yeah so dakota man come back later year 
Especially uh, coming off that terrible that, injury. No, that that that's probably how it's going to be because the media wouldn't be the media without Dallas's slob knob in their mouth. Um, but then again, that's that's just that's just how it's always been. Um, it's always been, you know, Philadelphia against the world, baby. Um, I don't know. I, I, I 110% see it and I 110% agree with you. Um, they're going to have this narrative. Oh, well, he came back after a snapping issue and, and he did. Hard knocks, man. We saw the grind, you know, we saw yeah. the workout videos. What do you, remember yeah. what you just said about workout videos? Yeah. Dead ass. Like we watched Cam work out the gospel. Where did that get us? Hey, man, I'm just, you might want to chill out before he ends up doing it to fucking Donda. Oh, my God. Donda. 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 Did you ever figure out what that was? Dog, I just felt like I was about to go in the shadow realm, so I didn't like it. No, you you know what that, that first track is? Hit me so we can go head on. That is the final 30 seconds. Of his mom's heartbeats on the EKG. All model. right, Keto, go ahead. Your pick, your pick, your pick, your pick. Yeah, What's Keto, up? I think the next one, because I, I want to have a couple honorable mentions if you don't mention them. Yeah, no. Um, comeback, but I'm dead serious about that. Comeback player of the year. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to say Saquon as well, but it, I mean, it's, it's, it's got to be Dak. Dak's going to end up getting it because the Lord knows the dude's bigger than God somehow. Um, I can already feel it force in my ass. Like, well, I'm not looking forward to it, but it's it, it's kind of inevitable at this point. It is what it is. Um, one game he throws five touchdowns or whatever, and you hear, oh god, can you imagine that next week, bro? Oh my god! Then we get to hear about how Mike McCarthy is the closest thing to Bill Belichick. I mean, CD Lamb is already there, right? From what I've been hearing, have a fucking Orgasm, heart attack. Me and Jack look at some of the same. Might like David Copperfield out, bro. Like I'm not even fucking with you. <laughs> uh, Kendall, you got anything else? So we can go ahead, go ahead to Jack. Nah, fucking Cowboys. Damn. <clears throat> I think Dak's a pretty um, obvious choice as well as Saquon. Um, a couple of defensive choices, just because there are a lot of people that could be comeback player of the year. Nick Bosa is a big one. Um, he, I think, went out week two last year. Um, he could be a significant portion of a very good team this year, as well as Derwin James, um, one of the most impactful players for the Chargers secondary. I think he could definitely make a significant impact and um, on their um, season going forward. But I think probably... One of the most um, impactful players that didn't play a significant amount in the last year is going to be Christian McCaffrey. I think he has a very high chance of being comeback player of the year. Um, his ability to impact the offense and the amount of stats that he can put up in the season. Um, McCaffrey has a very legitimate chance of being that guy this year, comeback player of the year. Also, I would love it. You know, where's the future? I'm loving it. I really would love that. I mean, the amount of stats that Mike Davis put up in his role last year, and that's just sitting there waiting for him to eat it up and uh, potentially be more impactful than he could. So, 
I like that, Jack. Um, we're going right into you next with this one. This was a Keto selection, guys. Offensive letdown player of the year. Is it player or is it team? I mean, shit, we could do both. Yeah, we can do both. I had player on the mind, but we can do both easy. Yeah. Well, I'll just roll it all into one then because I think they're um, kind of tangentially connected. Um, my offensive letdown of the year, um, I think, is going to be DeAndre Hopkins and the Cardinals offense in general. Um, I I think that you know, is the hype, the hype around the Cardinals offense forever has been the air raid and I think I talked on the last pod about how it's been more successful when it has been the opposite of the air raids than the run attack in that in general. Um, that particular player pick may be a little based just outside of the fact that or within the fact that I don't think DeAndre is real thrilled with the COVID procedures for the year. I'm not sure how much he's going to be as impactful in playing, although to be fair, I don't think that guy's backed out from anything in his life. But um, the hype around the Cardinals offense and how much he'll be impacting it might be um, a little bit post the hype, not as impactful as everyone wants it to be. So I'll go with Hopkins and the Cardinals. Keto, you want next or should I go ahead and jump in? No, go ahead. All right. I I mean, a part of me was like, is this a letdown? Because, I mean, some people are already let down. But I just think people were kind of putting this team a certain way. I was feeling like, meh, about them when this happened. And then something else happened. So that's why Carson Wentz is my offensive letdown player of the year. I just, I mean, I, I don't think it's there anymore, man. I think it's gone. We'll see. He could shut me up. He really could. And I won't be shocked. But if he goes out there or whatever and we just see piss poor decision making or play, won't be shocked either. Y'all got anything on that or can we go ahead on into Keto? I'm not surprised by it. I think that... <laughs> It could go one of two ways. I think that's definitely one of the major ways it could go. Keto, all you, bro. This year, um, believe it or not, this year, especially coming off of a COVID year, I think that there is... This is going to sound bad, but I think that there's a lot that we can choose from. Um, and Mook, you're, you're going to call me a fucking hater for this. Um, oh God. But my letdown player of the year, my offensive player of the year is, uh, Tua Tagovagina. Okay. Um, I thought it was going to be another quarterback, but I'm not going to say it now. No. Uh, were you thinking I was going to say Lamar? Yeah. 
Oh no, I think Lamar actually might have a chance to win uh, MVP. He's not my MVP MVP pick, but I do think he has a chance to win it. Um, no, I, I I think the dude is super easy to read. I think offenses are going to read him easy. Um, he hasn't done anything in the last year that's shown to me that he's going to be something spectacular this year. Um, I almost went with the whole Miami Dolphins offense, uh, <laughs> which, with, with the pick for the team. Um, but I, I, like, I, I just don't think, I, I don't think two was going to be there. Um, so that's going to be my pick. My team, believe it or not, uh, Jack, we were on the same page, man. Cliff Kingsbury's college offense is Broad. not going to be it. Broad. Um, what do you mean, fraud? Um, Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As, as a staff, regular label, and a motherfucking crew. Yeah, no. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't see him really. It's not so bad saying like this. I just don't see him really amounting to much. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I don't see it. Um, and then mix that on top of me not necessarily believing that Kyler's the answer. I mean, the dude runs like, the dude literally runs like a toddler escaping with something in his mouth. Um, so I just. I don't know. I don't see it. At least not with uh, not with Cliff. And, mm. and Kyler, Kyler's definitely no uh, Kurt Warner. TBT, man. Good lord. <sighs> former grocery bagger turned MVP. They love that story, man. But it's a badass story, man. You, you it really know, is. I mean, it almost doesn't get better than that. I just need to know, like, was he was it real? Because I mean, I've heard the same thing about John Starks back in the day. Like, we know, like, G League players at one point used to have jobs in the like, you know, before they were actually getting paid decent. Like now, right? But yeah, <sighs> let's jump on right into it, man. Defensive letdown of the year. I don't know if I want to go. Fuck, I want to go first and then let Keto go second because Keto's going to like my pick because he's been calling this dude me and Cap for a hot-ass minute. And I've been hearing some tings, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it too. Jack, are you ready? But Keto, are you especially ready for my pick? I was born ready. Let's go. (sighs) My defensive letdown of the year goes to one, Stephon Gilmore, the New England Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to be cool. I'm getting, I'm getting kind of tired of, like, these Patriots fans or whatever, like, Jack knows what I'm speaking about. Ooh, man, I can see them going 11-6, and six, man. Uh, okay. I mean, I said, you know, they're going to get the offensive rookie of the year, but that don't mean 11-6, and six, man. It is, I, we don't know about the Dolphins. I'm kind of a little bit more higher on the Dolphins, but just I don't think New England's just going to jump right up in the – but, yeah, Stephon Gilmore, man. Exposed, or maybe not even exposed. Maybe just it's, it's not. He's not. It's not there no more. Keto, you yeah, it's not going to play the first six weeks of the season. He's now, the I, yeah, 
I I didn't pick. Um, am I good to get, if, if I'm good to give my pick? If you're done. Completely. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I I I didn't pick Stephon Gilmore. Believe me, I thought about it. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, you've been calling this shit since last year. What was it like? Week three, week four. Yeah, and well, really, I called it the season beforehand, and one uh, Steve Fishkin called my picks head scratching and unrealistic. So I mean, Damn. call but, out. Um, so no, um, the reason I'm not picking Stefan Gilmore this year is because that would imply that last year was a good season for him when he actually got exposed all season last year. Um, for me, the defensive letdown of the year is going to go to a guy who I think everyone's really expecting to have a good year this year. Um, but I I don't think that's exactly gonna happen. You wanna hear um, with the Magic Johnson? I ain't gonna be here. <laughs> I am going to go with one Jadavion Clowney. You know, he was on my list, but I was like, do I wanna do that? Because I was I don't wanna just the Browns be all over my shit, but I like that actually. And and you know, I like the Browns wholeheartedly. I do. Um, I I I just feel like <sighs> Jadavion kind of going from team to team to team is finally going to catch up to him this year. Not necessarily like oh it's going to catch up to him, but more so like he's he's his fatigue is finally going to hit him. If that makes sense. Um. Stephon Gilmore, I don't think is going to have a good year this year, obviously. But I yeah. think today is going to left it, going to leave everybody with kind of a bitter taste in their mouths. I'm with you. He was on my list. Jack, what you got, dog? <clears throat> going with <clears throat> one of my picks for defenses that I think are going to disappoint in general on the season. Um, going to go with Jamal Adams on the Seahawks. I don't think the Seahawks defense is going to be the Seahawks defense that we expect or have expected for the past couple seasons and I don't He think was my Jamal, next <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Jamal Adams is going to be the guy that one he himself expected to be, but two, um being on the Jets for a long time and being the impact player he was now in the Seahawks for a full season, I don't think he's going to have the impact that he wants to have, and it may um, preclude their um, overall trajectory within the division. Um, just kind of going off of my own um, projection for them finishing third within the division, though with a still respectable record. Hell yeah. We got two more of these left. Um, shit, Jack, let's go ahead and run it back with you or whatever. Um, who is your soon-to-be don't-bite-your-tongue favorite? <laughs> Mook, you're going to love this because you're going to hate it, and it's okay. absolutely going to be the number five overall pick in the draft, Kyle Pitts. He is going to be an absolute 
<laughs> don't bite your tongue. Favorite when he starts impacting uh, for your favorite team, the Atlanta Falcons. You know, I can Jamar really Chase was number it. five. You had me worried for a second. Oh, oh, sorry. He was number four. Excuse me. I, I, was, like, I, I was off by a pick. Nobody's favorite. I'm going to laugh at you. That's what I'm going to no. do. I mean, I can definitely see with Pitts. You know, I kept saying I want him to go anywhere else but that wretched team in Atlanta, Georgia. He has that energy. He does. And I'm going to have to like him or whatever. I mean, at one point I fucking thought Algie Crumpler was pretty damn cool or whatever, but it was the Falcons. Kyle with Pitt them, had hot girl energy to the death of him. With them getting rid of Julio, you know he's going to have a significant role in their offense. And behind Ridley, who will be the number one receiver for them, for sure. Kyle Pitts is going to make some absolutely phenomenal plays. And on top of that, he's going to be a significant tri- contributor to their offense. And he's going to burn your team once or twice. I guarantee it. When even though that's going to happen, you're still going to love him. Kyle Pitts. Ah, security blanket. Um, Keto, you want next, but should I go ahead and pick mine? Because I don't think you guys are expecting this one. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> This is a kind of older cat, and I feel like he might have been a don't bite your tongue favorite, but he was not one for your boy simply off that. But, you know, he's not on that team anymore. With that being the case, my new don't bite your tongue favorite, more than likely going to be Julio Jones, Tennessee. Will he get will he score touchdowns? This oh, year? yikes. See, that I'm not sure about. Well, on, on him being a favor or him scoring touchdowns this year? Him scoring touchdowns. Him being a decoy for AJ, him helping out Derrick Henry in the running game. Those things I see. I don't know if he'll be impactful from a touchdown perspective, although because he's been so bad relatively historically, maybe he will be a primary red zone target for Tannehill. It's hard to say, but uh, interesting pick. I, I like it simply off the fact I don't have to see him anymore. So maybe that's a little bit of personal bias, but isn't that what Don't Bite Your Tongue favorites are for? I mean, to be fair, I feel like you're the moderator of this more than anyone. <laughs> I mean, we come together as a squad and everything. We're like, hey, you know, that's a guy. Yeah. And this is one of the guys where it's like, hey, you know, I ain't got to see you twice a year anymore. And you're with, you know, one of our big Don't Bite Your Tongue favorites, Derrick Henry. So Huge. I mean, I like the Titans this year in general. I think Julio will be a part of it. But I just don't know how much he'll be a part of it versus Decoy. I mean, he's going to get more touchdowns than he did last year, which that's not hard. I mean, that is not hard. Keto, what you got for us, man? Soon to be. Don't bite your tongue, favorite. In my opinion, at least. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, and of course, I, this this is going to be a homer pick, but it's, it's going to have to be Devontae Smith. I knew it. I thought you were about to go with J.J. Ortega Whiteside. Nope, it's going to have to be. He will not be a real-life favorite, neither. Greg Ward, baby. <laughs> Boston Scott. Oh, they already don't bite your tongue favorites. Second, the second they came out, the Wawa. <laughs> they were don't bite your favorites. The Wawa. <laughs> They're born there. Dead ass. Go ahead. Go ahead, Keto. Um, but no, man. Like, um, 
I just feel like the dude is built like one Austin Curver. <laughs> and that's just freaking awesome to me, yo. Like, the fact that this dude is, is built like Austin Curver and is about to completely tear up. I mean, even... Um, even Chad Ochocinco came out and was like, dude, he's looking like really good, which, okay, it's Chad Ochocinco. But on the other hand, it's Chad Ochocinco. You mean celebrity um, boxer slash FIFA champion Chad Ochocinco. Right, yeah. So, you know, I just, uh, I, 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 I really like the pick, man. Um, I think he's going to be a good guy. He's also like super quiet. So it's like the dude literally just goes out there. He doesn't talk his shit. He does what he leads by example. Yeah, exactly. Um, but on top of that, that shit is just so funny to me. So yeah, he's he, he's he's my pick for don't bite your tongue favorite. Also love to mention that Chad Ochocinco. I mean, online play existed. He was still pulling up to dude's house that's playing him in FIFA, and he didn't even know him. <laughs> I just I just really want to just mention how terrifying. I'm not that is, Chad Ochocinco. Not even if I don't know him. But think about he's going in random people's houses. Like, dog, what? (laughs) Like, like, dude, online play exists. You can just play these people from the crib. He 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 wants to get up close and personal. That's all it was. All right, man. Um, Keto, do you want first on this last one? We are on the last one. We already know what it is. The one that people really want to hear. MVP. Should I go, Jack? I mean, what what you feeling, Keto? You want to kick us off? What you want, bro? Mook. Mook. I think it's my time, big dog. Do it. My pick for harshest torn ACL goes to Travis Etienne. Oh, you talking most, about MVP? The most valuable player, sorry. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Um, <laughs> most valuable player. For me, it's not going to be anybody but Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's got to be that boy. I'm sorry, but you know, it, it, in 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 the words of us constantly, it is what it is. Um, the dude really has shown absolutely no signs of slowing down. And 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 also it's because he can't because he's constantly running so he has no room to actually slow down. <laughs> I was gonna say can't stop won't stop bad boy. Can't stop won't stop. Uh uh-uh. But do you think that'll be the case in this MVP season though? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, me and you talked about it. Um, me and you talked about it last week. The one thing they had to improve was what their offensive line. line. And the one thing that they set out, the one thing that they set out to do is the one thing they completed, which was shore up the offensive line. And they did it well. So, Jack, let me jump in here and everything. You can finish this off, man. I, too. I mean, clearly, because I picked Kelsey or whatever. Somebody has to be like with as offensive player of the year. Somebody has to be getting him the ball. Everything Keto just said that times two. And we already know it's coming this weekend, and we continue to talk about it for like the next what well, shit end of this year and beyond. He got dropped in, you know, the last little Lucy's that Drake, that Drake dropped or whatever. You know, Patty Mahomes about to go down a couple hundred. Patrick Mahomes, man, another cheat code. That simple. 
Jack, what you got, man? <clears throat> a man who's on a similar trajectory who may or may not, you know, it pertains to be seen, has the regular season success that Mahomes has seen, but can have potential not only in the passing game, but as well in the running game. That could be um, a candidate for MVP that I'm going to pick. A don't bite your tongue favorite, uh, Mr. Josh Allen. You know, he was up there for me. He was really, really Michael up there Vick. for me. He was really up there for me, dog. If the Bills can have the regular season success that I think that they can have, and especially within the regular season, I don't think I picked them to beat the Chiefs, but I think they have the potential to when they meet them again. It could be that regular season stat line that puts him above the rest, has the rushing numbers to back it up, and all that jazz. I don't know if it gets them there, that where they need to go in order for him to be solidified as one of the best quarterbacks in the league, you know, top whatever it is. But I think Josh Allen can put up the stats with the talent they have on offense and, you know, him himself solidify his spot as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I like it. We all like the Bills. He's a don't bite your tongue favorite. Kato has a nickname for him. We got um, Pirates Picasso a couple of weeks ago. We just got a new West Side album, which... I mean, Donda kind of came and took the hype, but I mean, <laughs> the best drop we got from this past weekend was that West Side Gun album. Keto knows it. Easy. Streets Easy. know it. I still got that shit. I ain't gonna say I still got it on repeat order. I'm still kind of dissecting the album, you know, letting it marinate. I, I, I've been telling people, including clients today, I told them straight, like, hey, because um, a lot of my clients know I'm a big music guy, you know what I'm saying? Um... And so they've they, they've come in asking how I feel about Donda. I tell people Donda's going to be just like Jesus in the sense that people really aren't going to appreciate it when it first comes out. But over the course of a year or two, it's going to start growing on people. And people, that's when people are going to be like, oh, shit. OK, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, that West Side. I know Jack has no clue what we're talking about right now, but. Fly God I'm aware of Donda. Don't get out. No, not not get Donda. Here. Not Donda. I'm talking we're, about West Side. No, now. we're talking about uh, Hitler wears Hermes. Oh yeah. well, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really see you as a West Side Gun fan, you know. I I like to I I don't know I like to see Jack in a Buffalo fitted. So they might think he's a player. Facts. He gives off Buffalo vibes. Real West New York energy. <laughs> just, not West just because I'm as white as Josh Allen doesn't mean I'm as. <laughs> I mean, just, just 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 throwing that one out there, sir. You know, it's all love though. You know that. Fair enough. Like all our picks, boys. Love them all. Um, we got anything before we go ahead and close it out? We hit about a good little mark or whatever again. We've been at, we've been at a good little pace these last couple of weeks. We or really Love. have. I think we're finally we're 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 I think we're just finding our groove. You know. Unison, man. I, I I tell I tell everyone after we finish or whatever. I'm like the chemistry. It's always been there, but it's just it's it's getting crazier and crazier. I love I'm loving it. It's off the start. Before mid-season, let's go. You know it. 
y'all boys already know what's coming up next week, man. We'll go ahead and get to pick our first week predictions for these matchups. It's going to be something dope to see. East Carolina plays on Thursday. How about I said Keto's boys in the Duke Mayo Classic? If that's not the whitest thing I've ever heard in my life. Ew. <laughs> you know, like, like I said, at the end of the day, the best Sun Belt team is not beating the best AAC team. Hey, Keto, the only thing that popped in my mind when I saw that shit was, look at this man eating a fucking mayo sandwich. Bro, dead ass. <laughs> I mean, oh, matter of fact, I don't know if the best Sunbelt team could beat the best AAU team in football. It'll be like that fucking game I saw on Sunday between IMG Academy and some random school in Ohio where they Bishop got Sycamore. Oh, I watched that shit live. I, I hit Austin up and was like, well, damn, I thought this game was going to be good. And then it just turned into a fucking highlight film. Dog, I need a Bishop Sycamore jersey yesterday. They look like the Raiders in a way. Bro, dead ass. They played like the fucking prisoners from Longest Yard. <laughs> I, the only thing that had me weak was like the running back was destroying them. And they're like, oh, he's only the 13th best running back. And I'm like, what the fuck are the other 12 looking like? Jesus Christ. So here's here's my thing. It might be a bit of a conspiracy theory, but... I think IMG knew a lot more than they're letting on. Like, a lot more. I mean, when I was going into the game or whatever, they are pretty much just saying, like, oh, you know, this team, blah, 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 they were saying this. And I was like, dog, how the fuck do y'all not know about the ESPN Top 300? Because that's all I kept hearing about. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe I'm just confused, but I don't, I don't even care to get into all that or whatever. Unless you want to. <laughs> they have anymore. multiple players on the ESPN Top 300. And then they go, number 54 for Bishop Sycamore is down. And we do not have number 54 on the roster list provided to us. <laughs> I'm like, how do you not know who this guy is? All I know is IMG was scoring. I kept saying, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> and then the head coach has an active arrest warrant. Uh, big yikes. Um. I'm excited for next week, boys. Excited for next week. Football's almost back. College football's back this week. Oh, yeah. Next week, we're making actual picks picks, ain't we? Yes, sir. Mm. I'm excited. Also, start, I start my new job the week after the week after next. Congratulations. Congrats to you, brother. Appreciate it. Um... Y'all got anything else before I go ahead and close this out, man? No, I'll go ahead. Let's do it. Um, prayers to Saquon's knee. Love you, Jack. Please. <laughs> um, remember, like always, ladies and gentlemen, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything going to be in the bios and description below. Go and check out the... Go check out all the playlists or whatever, but the new one for September is going to be coming out real soon. I've already got it half, well, I guess it's halfway done. I've got a little bit, you know, coming up or whatever. Oh, my God, I guys. found a new R&B album. What happened? Saquon's knee is Romo's collarbone. All right. Um. Yeah, I, I said it early and everything, too. Check out your boy. We're going to be live on Twitch Friday night. Be on the lookout That's or whatever. Right. You know, certified lover mook stream. We're going to be playing Drake all night, pretty much. I mean, we definitely starting off with the album. 
we're gonna listen to some other stuff and we probably go back to the album. <laughs> it's gonna be that. I, I'm ready. Move I'm ready. Fix her outside again. Anyways, um, yeah, make sure to go check your boy out on Twitch. That's gonna be in the link tree. Go check that one out. See? Um, See, go back and check university. out. Oh, Go back and check out the episode that we dropped on Monday, Playlist, Ox Me Later edition between myself and the homie Johnny Utah. Go follow the homies. Real cool people always supporting the vibes. Came in the other night with some gifted subs. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to homie Johnny Utah. Wrestling episode coming out Friday. We got AEW's All Out on, I think it's Sunday, where Daniel Bryan's probably going to be coming back to wrestling on All Elite Wrestling. Moog, she driving a Mazda Miata. Um, yeah, I think that's everything we got. Like boys. So it's gonna be up in there. Um, next week we're gonna be going over all Good things Lord picks. Have so that's gonna be it. I'm done with Keto and his shit, whatever you know. Mm. And see, see me playing my first rank game on Friday, whatever. Be ready for oh, streams definitely that I'm Friday that. and then Saturday as well. Or sometimes we we double dipping out here, man. So. Be prepared, be pre- all that stuff and everything. Another amazing NFL live from the nosebleeds. Because that's all we can afford. Yes, sir. That's Jack. Yep. He goes by Keto. Travis Etienne. I'm Mookie. And until next time, to let us out. Mazda Miyagi.